Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey, reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 643. Quarterly Confession Father Bukowski When some inner force urged me again not to put off this matter, I was unable to find peace. I told the confessor, Father Bukowski, that I should not wait any longer. Father answered me, Sister, this is an illusion. The Lord Jesus cannot be demanding this. You have made your perpetual vows. All this is an illusion. You are inventing some sort of heresy. And he was shouting at me, almost at the top of his voice. I asked him whether all of this was an illusion, and he said, Everything. Then please tell me what course I must take. Well, sister, you must not follow any inspiration. You should get your mind off all of this. You should pay no attention to what you hear in your soul and try to carry out your exterior duties well. Give no thought to these things and put them completely out of your mind. I answered, good. Up to now, I have been following my conscience, but now that you direct me, Father, to pay no heed to my interior, I will cease to do so. Then he said, If the Lord Jesus tells you something again, please let me know, but you must take no action. I answered, Very well, I will try to be obedient. I do not know why Father was being so severe. When I left the confessional, a multitude of thoughts oppressed my soul. Why be sincere? Why I have told what I have told is no sin, so I have no duty to tell it to the confessor. And again, what a relief that I do not have to heed my interior any more, as long as things are all right on the outside. I do not have to pay attention to anything or to follow the inner voices that have often cost me so much humiliation. From now on, I will be free. And again, a strange pain seized my soul. Can I not then commune with the one whom I desire so greatly, the one who is the whole strength of my soul? I began to cry out, To whom shall I go, O Jesus? But from the moment of the confessor's prohibitions, great darkness fell upon my soul. I feared lest I hear some inner voice which would occasion the breaking of my confessor's prohibition. And then again, I die of longing for God. My interior is torn asunder, not having any will of its own, since it has been turned over completely to God. That was on Wednesday of Holy Week. The suffering intensified on Holy Thursday. When I came to make my meditation, I entered into a kind of agony. I do not feel the presence of God, but all the justice of God weighed heavily upon me. I saw myself as if knocked down for the sins of the world. Satan began to mock me. See, now you no longer strive to win souls. Look how you've been paid. Nobody will believe you that Jesus demands this. See how much you are suffering now and how much more you are going to suffer. After all, the confessor has now released you from all these things. Now I can live as I like, as long as things are all right outwardly. These dreadful thoughts tormented me throughout the whole hour. 
When it was almost time for Holy Mass, my heart was seized with pain. Am I, then, to leave the congregation? And since Father has told me that this is a kind of heresy, am I to fall away from the church? I cried out to the Lord with a sorrowful interior cry, Jesus, save me. Still, not a single ray of light entered my soul. I felt my strength failing, as if the body were separating itself from the soul. I submitted to the will of God and repeated, O God, let whatever you have decided upon happen to me. Nothing in me is any longer my own. Then suddenly, God's presence enveloped me and penetrated me through and through. This was just as I was receiving Holy Communion. A moment after Holy Communion, I lost all awareness of everything around me and of my whereabouts. The sisters had a regular confessor in each religious house appointed by the bishop. Uh, Then there was a precept in canon law that the bishop should also appoint an extraordinary confessor who would come four times a year. All the sisters had to see him, if not for confession, at least for a blessing. This dates back to the uh, Council of Trent in the 16th century, the idea of having an extraordinary confessor in a religious house. Um, I suppose the purpose was to give the sisters an occasional alternative in case the regular confessor was not helping them spiritually. Father Bukowski, who is mentioned here, would have been the extraordinary confessor since she writes quarterly confession. He very strongly admonishes her that the idea of leaving her congregation to form a new one was an illusion. He even shouted at her, and he told her not to obey any inner voices. Uh, He was trying to help her, but he ended up leaving her very confused, and then the evil one stepped in uh, to take advantage of her confusion to tempt her in different ways. Uh, Faustina asked Jesus to save her during Mass, She felt abandoned, uh, but then she surrendered herself completely to God and she felt God's presence through and through as she received Holy Communion. And God was indeed with St. Faustina. God is always with us as well. Even when it seems that he is absent, he will never abandon us. He calls us to trust. When we are in despair, we should repeatedly pray, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. 
It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book. Available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.